This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. G'day everyone, welcome back to Tommy Talks on the Osmerican Aces channel. Today we have another big guest. We've got the old bull and young buck in Griffin Logue and David Mundy. It couldn't be a bigger week to get Dave Mundy on the pod. He's just announced his retirement and we dive straight into why, um, reflecting on all his footy and the one message he's got for the playing group just to round out his season. So... I can't wait for you guys to tune into this one. As always, really thank you. Um, really want to thank you, I should say, for all your support, all the messages, all the DMs, all the comments on the past few podcasts has been amazing. So keep that up. As always, while I've got your attention, please like, subscribe, um, and give us a review if you can. It means the world. Other than that, I won't hold you up. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. <laughs> How are we boys? We got Griffin Logan, David Mundy, the old bull and young buck in the house. How are we, lads? Good trainer. Thanks for having us, mate. Oh, I've been excited about this one. All year I've tried to get you. And uh, funny enough, I get you the probably the best time I could, you know, for the show ratings. Everyone's gonna want to listen to your story, but um we're gonna get to that as well. Some big news breaking on that side. But what's news, lads? What are your for me? Uh, not a lot, Train. We've uh, yeah, doing our own podcast back in back in P Town. So Barrow's obviously hung on. It's probably the biggest news of the day. But um, other than that, mate, same old over 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 west. Now there's a lot of questions coming from the Aces community, but one of them is old bull, young buck. Um, is it going to continue? Mm. What's the go? Is there is there a plan in place? There's a few moving parts. So have you guys had that discussion yet? Not so, quite yet. There are a few moving parts. I'm glad you brought it up because it's not just my end. It's yes. the big fella as well. There's a lot of drama <laughs> in the room right now. Yeah, you're, boys. You're, you're asking him the question, mate. He's, he's the one that's out of it. I'm, I'm the one that's taking applications now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the poles will be going off. I reckon they want Tom Sheridan to come join me. <laughs> I want one more with you boys before you go. But yeah, that's uh, that's a big talking point. Is it? Get, what do you want to do? You, you're I guess you can you can move your way around if yep. if everything goes well. Yeah, so yeah, depending on what happens obviously. I'm still very much open to uh staying sticking around with the young fella and ha- I'm having a go at it, but um yeah, clearly I've got some big life choices coming ahead of me, so we might not might not even end up in Perth and um yeah, the big logie bear needs a contract as well. Does he ever? What's Colin Young doing, my man? What's he doing? Mate, Didn't even just start bloody give Bally a call or what? I'm one from one, mate. <laughs> he's the best in the business, Colin, mate. I'm, I'm backing him in. Don't worry about that. He's so good. Maybe if, yeah, maybe you might even start pulling your weight if you weren't playing footy. You'd uh, be able to come in and actually make me not have to shoulder the load doing the potty all the time. So. Oh, been well. slack lately, Barrow. <laughs> it's always a lucky bear fucking taking all slack. I have seen you. I've loved a bit of your work. Um, I listened to the intro of the last one just to get the glimpse so we don't cover the same topics. But how has it been, the podcast? In all the podcasts you've done, you've done a fantastic mm. job. Let's talk about each other's roles in the podcast. Who does the who does more work for the potty, you reckon? Oh. Uh, leading in, I would say, yeah, the big fella, Griff, uh, reaches out, tries to get the dirt. 
Um, comes back with some good stuff sometimes, but he's missed the mark a few times as well. Yeah. There's been a few white lies sneak through, and oh, oh you made you made stories <laughs> up. Gotta, yeah, don't, no, you don't let the, the truth get away with a good story. But <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know the old saying, mate. You make a hundred calls, you might only get one call back. With that one, might call back. It might just you know strike gold. That's exactly right. And if the story's shit, just add mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come up with an outrageous lie as well, accusations, everything. So no, I do the old. He does the all all the hard hitting stuff, and I just come in and just yeah. Talk a bit of shit. So Dave, you do the run sheet. Try and keep things on track. Pull this bloke back into line when needed, and uh, yeah, yeah, get through it. And end up just start coming in, just start talking about myself, and just pump himself up. So <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> all good publicity, mate. Well, it is a great podcast. Old Bull Young Buck. It's a great name. Um, I thought I'd start just to warm us up here, lads, because we're going to be going hot. Um, I wanted to start with a bit of old V news. So. Obviously, Dave, you've just announced your retirement. Um, you always say that Dave's a bit of a fossil. So I thought I'd go to uh, you, Griff, and ask you a few questions around 18, uh, 1985 when Dave was born and uh, just see if you know these two answers. Very basic. Who won the AFL Grand Final in 1985? Essendon. Oh, on the money. <laughs> was it? Was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, was Did you guess that? Hey, mate. Essendon and Collingwood, I was just going to go for it. Is, oh, <laughs> that is. Oh, size, mate. oh he <laughs> loves it. Play the percentage, mate. I'll take that one. <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> I, was, I was born in 98, thank you very much. So I have that, no idea about that. That is fantastic. Cheers. Who oh, won my. the NBA Finals MVP in 1985? Oh, Larry Bird. Magic. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Skyhook, <laughs> mate. King of the Skyhook. There you go, the Skyhook. Now we go to 2005. Dave, I'll get you in this one. Also, this is when you were drafted, so hopefully you can uh, wind the clock back here. The Oscars winner in 2005 oh, was? Nah, pass. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> 2005. You're, actually, I can't say how old you are because I've got to... Seven, I would have been seven. Oh, there goes my last question. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what, how old are you, mate? <laughs> nah, no idea, mate. Oscars. Jamie Foxx in uh, the movie Ray for Ray Charles. Great movie. Yep. Artist of the Year 2005 was? Jamie Foxx. Fiddy. Funny is that that one of him at the Super Bowl where he's hanging upside down is still one of the all-time Absolute beast. <laughs> and the NBA Finals MVP in 2005 Kobe? Tim Duncan, Spurs. Oh, yeah. mm. So there you go. There's a bit of history. Nice. A little few fun uh, tr trains trivia questions to get the boys <laughs> rocking early. Yeah, An absolute flop. <laughs> <laughs> absolute flop. Horrible thing. <laughs> 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 Mate, I told you that'd be a shit. Move too. on. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go to the footy. Let's go to the footy. Griff, we'll start with you. It's been a tough year for you, and it's um, it's been a, you know, there's been a few things early on. You've you responded well, but. The big fella was dropped early on in the year and you've responded well, mate. Twice, How, mate. Dropped twice. I know, I know. Twice, How are you going chip, chip with that? Chip on the shoulder, Jobby. How'd you go with that? Nah, fine, mate. Um, yeah, obviously flat at the time, but you know what it's like walking in the match community, get oh. dropped. It's, <laughs> oh, don't I reckon, I reckon, I reckon we've both, both been dropped a handful of times, but you you may be more so than me. Um, yeah, copped it, copped it a bit early and uh, yeah, I just went back and... Just got back to basics, really. Focused on my strengths and came out and just wanted to go down swinging if I was going to go down. So um, came out and it's worked so far and I've timed it pretty well. What was your advice to young guys when they get dropped? What would you say to them? Oh, just tell the coach to get fucked. No, <laughs> 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 nah, just, yeah, like oh, obviously listen to what they say and um, but go out and if it's making you upset, it, it should make you upset because you care about it, but go out and just, you know, Play the game that you love and, and enjoy it. And as, corny, as, corny, as corny as that sounds, yeah, just go out and 
you're there for a reason, so prove it to yourself and then more importantly prove it to them. You did prove it and you did um you did prove them wrong and and I may have uh, got up to me old tricks and slid into the <laughs> I thought I'd just, you know, the train loves backing up his boys. I couldn't believe you got dropped, so I just slid into the DMs of JL <laughs> and I gave him an absolute serve pretty late in the night, which I wish I sent it a bit earlier because I, I meant every bit of it. But I, I think I, I think I won. I'm two from two with uh, you are two from two with the, footy yeah. operations. You know, the main I, one obviously last year was to get an extra contract for the big fella. Well, that's that's the thing, mate. Look. We'll go on last year. For anyone who doesn't know, Dave was out of contract. He's been on one-year deals for however long. Forever, um, yeah, for some, I don't know how the industry works. He's having 35 a week. But one-year contracts. And, uh, and Dave, you know how hard I'll push for you last I year with Bally. I appreciated it, mate. Thank you. It, what kind of impact did that have, honestly? <laughs> oh, like, huge impact. Mate, it would have huge. Been, did you have Peter Bell come down here at any stage and say, mate, he's putting the pressure on? A few times he actually pulled me aside and said, can you tell Tommy to stop texting me? Stop getting in touch with me. And he goes, stop, at two stop in the texting morning. me at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It works. Absolutely. It works. And that's why I'm, I, you know, I guess you've retired, but I can't believe you've left me out of contract negotiations this year, Barra. <laughs> oh, you were gone on the front foot last year. I was just waiting for you to come <laughs> oh, in, mate. <laughs> mate. I bloody checked my emails. I'm sitting at home, got the email. It's like, send a video in to Barra. He's retiring. I said, what? <laughs> why has he told his coexisting <laughs> When did the, when did you decide to? This is a serious question. When did you actually decide that you're gonna hang him up? Because I was I was actually shocked. Yeah, you so, come off 35 <laughs> possessions. For everyone out there who doesn't remember, you had 35 possessions the week before announcing it. So it was a big shock. Yeah, I um ultimately decided the, that week, that Monday or Tuesday, leading into um that Friday night game last week. So I ultimately told the club and, and went about it that way. But it's been a thought that's kind of been bubbling away a bit. Um, for a while, being on those one-year contracts for a long time makes you look a- ahead and kind of oh, for the last five or six years, I've always thought this could be my last year, what I'm going to try and do. Um, and then before Christmas this year in our preseason, I destroyed my ankle uh, on our last session. It's a shocking feeling that. You know when yeah. someone goes down and like that shot just goes oh, throughout yeah. the whole camp. The whole like, group just goes down. Big summer day, like right at the end of probably preseason yeah. and Barry's just gone down everyone's looked around like, Barrows mm. on the ground, like tears and stuff. Like he was in pain. And no, not really. <laughs> tears, but, it bloody hurt. But, yeah, yeah, it looks sore. It looks sore. Yeah. And the big fella doesn't normally carry on. But anyway, he's like down on the ground. I'm like, oh, no, he hasn't, has he? Mm. But it's all, it's all a bit of carry on. He's fine. So, yeah, when that happened, I thought, um, <laughs> if I've done me Cindy here, I'm out for most of the year and I'm 36 at the time. 36 year olds don't survive a year without playing. Uh, and so I automatically thought this could be it as I was hobbling off trying to get some um, help from Stocko. Um, Great man. Oh, what a physio. He's an awesome fella. Um, and I guess that they were the origins of the big thoughts this year. So. Yeah, right. So when you, so literally when you've gone down, you just had this flash. It's like, fuck, this might be it. Well, I've heard my right syndesmosis before in 2011, had the operation and it's got a um, little wire in there holding it together still. Um, so I kind of know how significant they are and it felt very, very much the same. Couldn't put much weight in it. Um, and yeah, it turned out it was a pretty significant, like rolled ankle and all the yeah. rest of it. Destroyed a few ligaments in there, but the syndesmosis was solid. But yeah, so at the time, that's what I was thinking. I've destroyed my Cindy again. Um, it's going to be, you know, 12, 13, 14 weeks doing nothing. Um, so that's probably going to be the end if that's the case. So. And you said you're on one year contracts for the last six years straight. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how many, but yeah, four, five, five or six, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Like uh, now that you're going out, you can probably open up a bit more about contracts, but on one year deals, I was similar. I had, I think three of them at the, three or four of them. It's, it, it, you, you can't, like you can't relax as much mm. as you do when you go to two or three year. Like do you disagree with one year contracts in a sense? 
Well, my situation is a bit unique in the terms of getting when I'm in my thirties. And so I've had a like long career and done a few things that are pretty cool. And then on the back end, holding on, playing some good footy and getting one year deals is a bit different to like yourself coming through your twenties or guys coming in on rookie deals and stuff like that. Certainly does add a bit of pressure and um, I guess create a bit of individual focus in a team setting. So it can be a bit difficult. Maybe it's, is it also good? Like, is it also good that it keeps you a bit like on edge or are you saying it? Balance, I don't know. Like I just think some players breathe out a bit when they get the big deal. Yeah. And then the players that are on the one year, as you always see them rocking up day in, day out. Do you think it maybe maybe it's a good thing? Oh, in a sense. It creates pressure, obviously. So it depends on how the individual deals with that. Pressure I remember Ryan Crowley. Well. Yeah, well, pressure makes day. Yeah. Talk about pressure. That big boy <laughs> loves pressure. Loves pressure. Remember Ryan Crowley back in the day, had an absolute horrible year, didn't get a new contract, got it signed on really late on a one year and had his best year the, the following year. So uh, obviously it depends on the individual. Mm. Could go either way though. I don't know if you can justify signing one year, a bloke to one year if he's just like, top three in the BNF five years in a row. It just doesn't make sense. I oh, know, and uh, that's what I was telling Peter Bell last year and text messages <laughs> at two AM in the morning, mate. I was, I think, well, you, last year statistically was one of your best years in your whole nineteen year career. Most, wasn't career, it? most career Brownlow votes for his last year, twenty twenty. It's yeah. unbelievable. I know you don't reflect too much, and I don't. You don't like Van talking about yourself, but that is that is phenomenal, really. How do you keep your body in such good shape? Oh, I've been really lucky throughout. I say this all the time, but I've been really lucky throughout to avoid big injuries, obviously letting me get through a lot of games, but also that continuity with weekly training and then getting through pre-seasons and seasons, building up that resilience over the years. It's been um, uh, it's been really fortunate and put me on, a, I guess, the front foot in years and stuff like that. And then having been around for so long, I guess I just know what I need to get oh, to do to get myself right. Yeah. Well, you've crushed our dreams. The Monday 400 campaign. It's, <laughs> it's gone down. I was, I was confident we could get Monday, the Monday 400. Monday, Monday for Dundee. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, great. I, well, I still believe. I reckon it's got to be something. Well, they're calling him Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. It? Oh, geez, <laughs> oh, that'd be Gronkowski over here because we think he might come back out of retirement oh, and just get the 400. phenomenal, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be huge. Being a one-club player, that must sit really well with you. Like, do you, Are you really proud of being a one-club player? Because it's very rare. Yeah, absolutely. And particularly the cycles that I've been through at Fremantle. We've had some really great highs, obviously, but we've been through some pretty low lows. Um, and particularly with the group we have now, like I feel um, a real big part of it. And um, like I've done some pretty heavy, heavy lifting in terms of the development of that group. So yeah, to see where we are now and, and you know, looking ahead where they could get to, uh, very proud. Yeah, you should be, mate. You, you have. You've done some serious heavy lifting, um, a lot of rebuilds, a club that's just started. You know how hard that is. Well, let's just swing it over to the swing man, big Hector over <laughs> here. <laughs> what a swing man. Now, I think I come out publicly and said that he is a natural born forward, in my opinion, and can play back. I reckon it was- 90%. Like, last time you were on the- the podcast, he said, he said, I've always thought you're a natural forward, Griff. I just, you, Aaron Norton, and it's funny that, um, you know, but Naughty Norton, uh, who's a Peel Thunder superstar and at the Dogs, but he was the same. He was back then forward. It's funny how uh, old JL, he's starting to listen to trainer because I did say that you're a forward and you're locked down yeah. forward but can kick sausages. You've been kicking a couple lately. Kicking a couple, mate. Yeah, loving it. We like so, a few more, though. Yeah. yeah. I just keep handing them off, mate. I'm too, I'm too <laughs> Well, nice. the feedback's strong. We want more. Well, everyone's telling me, mate, mate you're in top 50 to kick it, but I just that's that's what separates me. What from about the, rest, the other mate? week? You had a mark and you went back. You, you, what were you, what were you, you tried to sausage it four metres from the mark, but what were you, t- break, break down what was going through you. Were you <laughs> yeah. pretending you knew what to do? What were you doing? No, no, no. I'd, I'd fake it to you, mate. Greatest that one, um, yeah, actually recently. And then I was I went walking back. I was like, oh, I'll just drop punt it. 
Bobby yells out, mate, snap. Snap it, son. Like, oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. So, hang on. so I kind of gone, fuck it. All right, I'm going to snap this thing. So Lobby's rolled you. Go back. No, nah, no, nah, it was right. I should have snapped it, which I did. And just, um, if it was it was 50 metres, you go back and yeah, look at the re replay. Yeah, it's 30 metres. Harrison yeah. Petty jumped the mark. So, man, it's 50 metres. But anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, no, nah, just going to take a couple more steps back. If, if I flushed it. You know, you, they come off nice. It was just, yeah, yeah. It was, I was getting excited because Lucky Bears kick one, kick two. I'm like, he's on fire. Yeah, yeah. Millimetres Still away, hasn't, yeah. you just haven't, you know, you, I want No, no, nah, nah, I've been that, I've been, honestly, every game I've been like, this close just to just tearing it Break apart. Break it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Oh, mate, honestly, it's like a new breath of fresh air down there, like sleeping. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. So much. Um, um, yeah, obviously back like back, I love down, playing down back, and you said you can get more of a consistent performance down there because you just kind of you get to you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Kind of, if you follow you follow someone around, you feel like a bit of a peasant sometimes. So <laughs> it's more so the freedom and get to play like to me instincts and just enjoy it, run and jump, and then you know make it up from there. But yeah, I think. It's a forwards game, mate. Forwards and midfielders. It's a game. forwards game. We want bums on seats. Now you've got massive hops. When are you going to sit on a pack? Yeah, I've got to start doing. I'm too used to down back because you don't. Well, get, you're you not know. allowed to. You're not. You're physically down back. If you sit on someone's head and be fifty and give away a free <laughs> yeah, but we're not down there anymore. We're yeah. forward. You're not. You're not you coming back best, on. You got the best yeah. user in the world. He's going to pop up this week. Mark my words tomorrow on the. This podcast comes out in a couple of weeks. Come down, anyway, well, hopefully we can hold him accountable. Tomorrow on the 6th of August, I will sit on someone's head. <laughs> it might have been Barrows. Be my own teammates. Couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> we love that. Bums on seats. That's why the Fords get paid the big bucks. And if you're out of contract and you want a big contract, you start sitting on their head, son. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the serious questions because, Barrow, I've got a few more because it go. is – um, and I must say, it's been an absolute, not only privilege to be mates with both of you, to do charity stuff, to play footy, but mate, your career is just off its off the charts. And you know this because everyone's told you this, but you know, to just to just see you playing so well at the end, calling it on your own merits, it's um it's phenomenal. And I hope the boys, I hope the boys, you know, like we we want premiership success at the Dockers. So far out, if you can if you can go out like I think Shane Crawford might have done it similar. If you can go out like that, that'd just be unbelievable. But I want to ask you some questions on retirement because it is quite sad and a lot of people um, will want to know the answers to this. But one thing that I noticed recently, you, you uh, refer to yourself as a battler. Why do, you, uh, why do you refer to yourself as a battler? <laughs> um, I have never sought limelight. I have um, extremely low self-confidence. Um, and I've always- Because he's a minger. <laughs> I've always um, just come in and tried to do my bit. I never thought it was, you know, the most important bit or, you know, too necessary to team success or anything like that. But I've just tried to do that uh, and avoid people like Griff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Griff, let's be honest. The word battler is not oh. David Mundy. Jeez, if he's battler, what are we, mate? I don't know, mate. I don't know. If you're a battler, Dave, what hope do we all have? <laughs> mate, I mean, seriously. If he's a battler, I'm, I'm a bootlicker. <laughs> and worse. And I'm licking the bootlickers of boots. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you are one of the most premium ball users I've seen, one of the most balanced and powerful um, on the field. But when it comes to pre-seasons, this is the thing. It doesn't – it's like – I don't know. But you, we're working our ass off in these time trials. <laughs> I'm ticking all the boxes. Oh. I reckon Barra is the worst pre-season footballer I've ever seen. It's and then as soon as the footies come out, not, he's not a machine. footballer, just pre-season runner. He couldn't run out of sight in a week. Like, that's the that's the truth of it. But the, the it truth, doesn't matter. Game day, mate. Get it done when it, it counts. It's exactly. done. And is that a secret? Like – 
I remember even Ross. Ross is just, you know, he, mm. that's my time there. But he was making everyone change PBs. And I reckon you were one bloke that I used to look at all the times and all that and go, What about this bloke? Fucking, this bloke <laughs> sucks at all the KPIs. But you get the balls out and this guy's a beast. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there was quite a few um, tense summer moments with under Ross in particular. I remember one year in particular, uh, it, Gary Kibbertson and I had to run three 1Ks because we weren't hitting our times. And like I, t- I take a bit of offence to that because my return to preseason times was like a minute and a half PB or something like crazy, <laughs> stupid stuff. Thanks, Jace Weber. Uh, and so I remember, yeah, at McGilvray, Gary Kibbertson and I, putrid times. You're doing it again on Friday at Frio. Did it again? Nah, no good. You're doing it again on Monday. <laughs> I that was my first year, actually. Yeah. I reckon that was when it was. Oh, I walked um, in and said, legend of the club, just getting disrespected like that. Oh, but, uh, but that was one of Ross's absolute strengths. He hit everyone between the eyes. It, no one was immune. Some got it a bit more than others, big trainer. Oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so apparently you win the time trial and you're in fat camp. You gotta sit there. Hey, you win the time trial, you got to do skin, get skin folds club for two weeks. Anyway, that's another story. Uh, but I wasn't I wasn't just cruising back there. I was trying my best. Were you trying your hardest? I was trying my best. Oh, come on, you come on. No, like, Tommy talks right now, baby. You definitely looked me in the eyes and reckon you were trying your hardest to- 100%. That's and I knew all I had to do was get through the first lap and then train would shoot out. As long as he didn't lap me on the, the first funny. lap, he'd die- <laughs> And I'll be all right. <laughs> it is amazing because, yeah, you're probably the one person where I go far out like Barra, you know, time trials and even in the gym, all your numbers and things you're doing, even though you're trying your hardest, they're not that high. But then on the field, it's the complete opposite. You tackle, it's powerful. You you, you know, the way you burst out of a stoppage, powerful. You go up and down all day. Um, you collect, you know, it's, it's, you're probably the one guy that's like an outlier almost with the, oh, with the preseason still, stuff. Yeah. Probably with preseason stuff, but I, I don't want to pump him up too much. But he sells himself short with how gifted he is athletically. Like he's obviously been able to like, can't just go through a 20 year career and break away through packs with oh. you know, snail pace and stuff. I think you do sell yourself short, mate. You're, you're actually, you you're actually, you're actually, like you can't last 12, oh, 20 bull. years in the, in a career getting 35 a game. If you're just a slug, it's, um, oh like, no, he's definitely not a slug. Maybe he just doesn't defend and just sneaks forward. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing on the positions, Dave. You've played them all. Mm. You've played them all. What's your favourite position? Yeah, been there, mate. I've been there. Yeah, the swingman. The yeah, swingman. Hang on. Yeah, you played ruck, mate. Yeah, didn't think so. Oh, I have actually. Oh, the stints in that. Yeah, he's fighting everywhere. This yeah. bloke. But I had a few hitouts to advantage at the SCG one day. Actually, I'll pull you up. Yeah. A, few, a few more hitouts to advantage <laughs> than me, mate. <laughs> yeah. I bet you've never had the green vest on, like I'll remember. I'll remember oh, I, have. The I have. Yeah, yeah. The green. I've never had the red. Oh well, yeah. Okay, then you've never oh, had the red. Oh no, it might be the other way. It was like my first round back in 2012. It was round four or five against Brisbane at Subiaco. I think it might have been I got the red because I was coming back from an injury. Uh, so it wasn't like, hey, mate, you're not playing next week. No, it, it wasn't like, a Nick Subin tap on the shoulder yeah. for quite a time. Sub's <laughs> 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 bastard. Big shout out to Subo. Um, no, it is great. And, and I'll just, yeah, 19 years, mate, you're an absolute superstar. In the gym, let's go through some numbers. What is your best, what is your best, like, what is your best maneuver in the gym? Is it bench press? Because I know what it's not, but what's your most powerful <laughs> thing in the gym? Um... Oh, I was always really good early days at um, power cleaning. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know, um, functionally and um, coordinated wise, could just do it and, you know, cleaning some really big numbers. And then all of a sudden we had a change in regime and we didn't do that exercise anymore. I was like, that's yeah. my best one. Yeah, it kills you. <laughs> With Chrissy Dorman, I reckon he was the Olympic lift yeah, king. There you go. Well, the uh, chin-ups. Let's go to the chin-ups. Yeah, I've never bad. seen. I've never seen a more powerful unit not be able to complete a chin-up. Nah, and it's one thing. That is, I think he does four. 
<laughs> no, nah, my max is like, my max ever is like 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing that has never improved. I've tried my hardest. No like, way. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, Lucas yeah. Yeah. tells you try the hardest and you chin. And it has never improved. I swear to God, man, man, Dave can't do chin ups. He's a strong, like, you wouldn't want to wrestle him. Oh, no, think, he's got old man strength. Yeah. All the time when we're in the gym doing those max tests at the start of preseason, I always think about like James Bond movies and things like that. If I ever have to chase a bad guy and I'm hanging on the edge of the building, <laughs> I'm done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Oh, far out. What, how many chin ups can you do? Uh, no, I reckon it'd be best 20 or so. Rowan yeah. round background, mate. Yeah, 25. 100, 100, 100, 100 kilos, so, you know, you got to add in. If I, if I weigh as much as you'd be. 95 online, they reckon. You put five on, have you? <laughs> yeah. Keep four. And, and, yeah, and, the, and, and, and the rest, mate. You're in the Nat 5 program. He, geez, hasn't he bulked up lately? Is he is he up a few cakes? Yeah, he just does pipes flat out. I don't know if there are really any functional weights. He just gets pipes. Must be booking his tickets to Austin Boy. City Limits with a singlet out. He must be ready to get the gun show out. Let's go through some... Um, no, before I move on to some funny questions, let me ask you a few more, Dave. These will be right. funny. Here we go. Why do you, like, literally, why do you think you were able to play so many years? Um, oh, I think because I enjoy it so much, to be honest. Like, you go through ups and downs in form and where you playing and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I enjoy it so much. I can um, pretty easy going, get along with different kind of people. So different playing groups come through and all that kind of stuff and I find a way to adjust. It's very well said because I was going to say, what is your mentality? Is it to get better each day? Is it the passion? Is it the fear? What is it? But you've touched on the passion. Is there anything else with yeah, your mentality? Passion, yeah, passion, trying to get better and improve on you know, almost all aspects as we've gone through athletically, haven't been the most gifted person. Um, and moving up into the midfield, that was always going to be my greatest challenge. And so, yeah, I feel like I've had that continual strive, um, striving for improvement. Um, and the other thing has been like the connection in playing groups, like you guys know about it, but you know, it's pretty tight-knit units um, with different kind of personalities and people coming in and out all the time. So it's good part, to, good to be a part of. It is, there, a, it is a spooky mix at a footy club, isn't it? Can be. Really yeah. collective. There are some spooky blokes. units. Yeah. Who is the spookiest unit you've seen in your time? <laughs> oh, our great mate Matt Tavernay is <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, I love when he's only, around. The only man yeah. that rivals him is Nathan O'Driscoll this year. He's yeah. A, Drizzy. He's, yeah. He is. He is. What, what, he is a fruit <laughs> <loop>. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is it with Tavs? Why is he a spooky unit? Oh, uh, he's just. <laughs> he's, oh, he, Griff lives with him, so he'd know better oh, than I know. He tells some no, stories. He, know, he knows all the stories. <laughs> just, just weird shit. Like, he just. I don't know what he does, but. It's just enough. He does anything and it's funny. Like You can just- Tell you, the travel story. You can that's, wind him up. Which one? Well, and he's, he's always the tour guide. Oh, the oh, tour that's, guide. That's always the best. Tour yeah. guide tabs. He's the best. <laughs> tour guide tabs. Yeah. Like, he's way on the highway. To his credit, yeah, he does all the research and gets it all done. But if he's done it, the research, then you're going to have to do what he's what he said because wake up, you know, hungover or whatever, he's up early. Oh, fuck, probably doing 100 push-ups or something. Knock out 100 push-ups in his jocks and he's brushed, well, he's brushing his teeth and reading some crypto finance. Doing all at the same time. He's like, right, up, 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 right, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm looking around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And starts walking like he's got this funny, like, real long torso, so his back's all twisted. <laughs> <laughs> holding his phone like this and he's like <laughs> walking <out. laughs> come on come on come on come on walking like five and a half meters ahead of me and moose and we're kind of hung over like oh fuck where are we going <laughs> you know, get to the get to the joint like one of them's close like, oh, fuck, fuck, all right, all right. <laughs> go, go to the next one like dude he's great does, does all the research you need someone like that to take yeah. charge because yeah. otherwise you end up 
you end up sitting around like the train watching NFL all day and you don't get out of bed and Oh gee, give yeah. us a spell. <laughs> Tabs definitely took you uh, he, he you know he took you down the wrong place once in Germany, didn't he, with the old backpackers? <laughs> oh, no, that was mine. That, that, was, you? that was one time that was one time I was No wonder, <laughs> no yeah, wonder yeah. he leads Mate, in the front. Oh, they will, yeah, you had the boys sleeping on well, bloody they, milk crates. They, they were too they were too blind, so I had to book it. So these they're like too hungover, so they're like, Griff, you gotta have to book this for us, mate. And I'm <laughs> it's like the day before Oktoberfest or halfway through the festival we've got to, we've, we've got to book the day before so there's nothing available <laughs> it's a cracker that pulled into this fucking joint that was just like I was sleeping on a pillow made of a basketball <laughs> <laughs> Tabs' bed had it's all its slats out and it was being held up by empty suitcases like it was just yeah I love that I, I, I love how Dave said that Tabs is the spookiest team it's a good, way, it's a good way to had. put it up though spooky yeah. 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 yeah it is great it is great. Now let's go to a few more questions. You, I mean, recently in the media, you've come out and ripped the life out of Scotty Thornton. <laughs> I was listening. I go, yeah, yeah. this is outstanding. <laughs> the worst teammate. Can t- that's funny. Talk to me about that and your relationship with Scotty, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so pretty tight with Scotty. We um, spent a lot of time together. Didn't live too far apart. And I messaged him straight after. I said, oh, I've made a man here, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you've got that platform here to just let yeah, him know yeah, what yeah. you think of him. Uh, so I, I can't even remember that. Um, the worst teammate was the question. Yeah, the worst teammate. Yeah, yeah. and uh, immediately I, I think about a trip early in my tenure at Fremantle down to Geelong. Uh, I was room, we had to room with other players at that stage, and I was um, normally room with Ryan Murphy, um, who was a great mate of mine. Uh, he wasn't on this particular trip, so I was room with Scotty Thornton, <laughs> and and Scotty at that time, I'm sure he's improved, um, but at that time, Scotty was the messiest, most disgusting person. <laughs> You have ever seen like, like absolute pig of a like human, filthy. Yeah, that's what you said. Pig of a human. Oh, it was, so, mate, human. It, was yeah. it was it was brutal. It was that good, but obviously you so, know just rushed it. But yeah, so I messaged him straight away afterwards, and I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Sorry, for, he, sorry for calling you a pig. He didn't get back to me for a couple of hours. I was like, oh, I've really hurt him here. <laughs> but he messaged me back that night, and he said, don't worry, mate, you're not alone, and sent me a clip of uh, Nathan Brown on one of his um, footy shows over here, um, talking about. Big noting himself about kicking snags and kicking bags of goals and going running through a pretty hot streak that he had. He was like, oh, one week I kicked six on this bloke and five on the next bloke and then played Freo and they had some bloke called Thornton on me. I kicked <laughs> six on him. <laughs> <laughs> the so, same week. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's copping it a bit at the moment, but he's, uh, he's a good man, Scotty. He is a good man. That is so funny. There you go. The worst teammate. Who is the filthiest teammate, Griff, at the moment? Oh, pure filth or yeah, filth. Oh. <laughs> like if, if roommate, like who's the guy you don't want to room if with? If I came to the club and say I like didn't have any jocks and someone had spare jocks and wash jocks or whatever, like <laughs> who I wouldn't borrow it off. I, I reckon, this is a great analogy. I reckon, I reckon there's just no way I'd borrow them from Connor Blakely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mate, I'll go commando for six weeks before I fire your son. Why? I uh, just like he'd be on the lawnmower all week, yeah, wouldn't he? On the lawnmower all week, just his shower is the ocean. Like he's actually, I think it's just one day he came in reeking, and the voice just ripped at him. From then on, it's just oh, oh cheesy Blake. <laughs> he's, he's actually, he actually is, a, he actually is a clean unit. I don't, I don't want a Scotty Thornton. Blake is Moose is pretty filthy, actually. Yeah. Oh, that is great. You do not want to be filthy. Now let's go to the most talented. A docker you've seen in your time, past or present, you have to pick one. It's a mm. it's a ruthless game. This mm. for what 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 do we want? Uh just talent overall. Yeah, overall talent. The they might not have delivered it, but like, what was the who was the most talented docker David Mundy has seen in his nineteen year career? Mm. It's a hard question. It Griff. is, yeah. 
Uh, I remember actually Clayton Collard in his first game against Richmond at Subiaco. He was uh, a fairly high pick, I think, from memory, um, and he was just had all the traits. Silky, you know, really clean with a footy, beautiful, beautiful kick, um, and he didn't quite put it all together. We didn't um, have a very long career, but yeah, I remember him coming in from day one and just training the house down to be. There you go. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No. Either do there's, I. There's probably a few that I know that you don't remember, but yeah. There you go, Clayton Collard. There you go. What about the most courageous docker? Now again, you have to give me one. That's a ruthless game. This one. Yeah. But, and I won't. Obviously, people <clears throat> listening. There's obviously another couple behind the one, but just there's just one. Yeah. Um, oh, this one's with a little bit of an asterisk because I'm not entirely sure, but uh, Lee Spur, I think, is a, is a really easy one to go to from our time in Frio. He was a man who came off with the most blood rules ever. Um, probably broke some sort of records, but I'm a bit questionable whether he had the old WWE razor. Yeah. Get a blood rule. He'd be but, the kind um, of boat to do it. Yeah, he did some crazy things. Yeah, Lethal was as courageous as they get. Righto, the locker room larrikins. Who are they? This bloke? Yeah, we love that. up there, yeah. We love, that's the heartbeat. We love that. Yeah. Yourself, you're right yeah, up there as the, well, Trano. Yeah. The love the locker room. <laughs> the big yeah. loud Jeez, laugh. I miss yeah. the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing better than like, you know, just getting in the locker room with the showers done with all the boys. It's, it's pretty rare. Pretty rare to have like a shower with 20 blokes, isn't it? <laughs> just back me in here. Hang on. Stand around like, finish the big session. Just like, go on and get it out. Like, muck it around. Soaping each other up and stuff. There is nothing better like mucking around like with all the yeah. boys is the yeah. locker room is a unique place everyone talks about it but yeah you're up and you know with having six to go hopefully yeah, yeah you got to lap that up dave sorry kepler bradley's another, another i was gonna one. say yeah, i was right waiting. up there yeah kepler bradley is by far the funniest yeah, teammate i've ever seen yeah. He, yeah he was um he was one of those people that regardless of what he said everyone would laugh <laughs> in a serious team meeting he'd say something serious and accurate and right and everyone would just giggle all right Give him a chance. <laughs> I still remember once Kepler. You, as, you, once you set yourself up there, he's yeah. just in strife. I, I, I used to sit behind Kepler, so as far back as you could in the left corner when Ross obviously was our coach and we all had seating arrangements. This is the old Frio um, headquarters. Mm. And I'll never forget the mental imagery part of the game <laughs> when we you know, we started to visualise what we're going to do for our performance and um, it was required that we do it two, three times a week, 20, 20 minutes um, in a nice quiet spot dedicated purely for the mental imagery session. And I'll never forget Kepler's rolled in and we're all sitting there and Ross Lyons going on about something and then he just goes, Kepler! Have you been doing your mental imagery? And he's just gone, oh, yep. What have you been doing? He goes, oh, d did it in the shower this morning. And he goes, in the fucking shower. And then I'll never forget. Kepler used to reenact that one in the showers all the time. He goes, oh, boys, just doing my mental imagery. <laughs> he's fucking one of the funniest blokes. And now yeah, he's the yeah. GM or something down GM at Claremont. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the uh, hierarchy role down there. <laughs> That's well said from you. Pick three players to start a foot to start Fremantle all over again. You can only pick three Fremantle current or past players. Uh, Matthew Pavlich, um, Luke McFarlane, Aaron Sandlands. Apologies, oh. Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Stiff Fifey. <laughs> The big, that's a big three. And you got a spine there. Mm. Nice. Would you put Pav down back or forward? Oh, anywhere. It doesn't matter. Nah, forward. Got Lukey Mack down there to control things. That's a big With three. Vortex. It's a big three. Griff, what about you? Who would be your big three? Uh, Spide, 
It's going to be f- number one. Aaron Sanderlands. I'll probably have to go Barra. I don't know. <laughs> you have to? What do you I mean? Grew up, I grew up like, watching Frio, so Spide and Barra, like, definitely those two. Um, Big decision coming yeah, up. It's, it's like it goes against everything I believe in, but it, yeah, I don't want to mention – I don't want to – yeah, Fifey. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. If you're picking a team, if you're picking a team and you want to win the game, put put the bloke on the on the field. He'll probably win it for you. Put him on the ball. He'll put he'll put it all together. Spidal bloody, you know, do what he does best. I've just got a call. Matty Pavlich is calling me. Once your head. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I, I forgot about Pav. <laughs> I can't believe it. Now, um, Barra, just a random one from me. But who, um, how many times have you been suspended in your four hundred and thousand games? No, nah, never. There been you. fined a few times, but yeah, never. So suspended. never been suspended. Mm. What a man. Never been dropped either. Have you never been dropped either? Never. No. Close a few times, but no, never. How does it feel not to be dropped, man? And and also dealing with players that consistently get dropped. Do you like how do you handle those conversations? You probably no, can't. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, finger, tap, touch wood, it doesn't happen. Keep, keep going, you know, boys. You know, just, you know, it's, it'll be all right, boys. Mate. I know how you're feeling. We know yeah. how you're feeling. As long as you got something to work on, you shut up, mate. Just yeah. go down to peel and play your role, mate. You'll be back in here in no time. Yeah. No, you're, I remember. You're, you're next in, mate. You're next. In. <laughs> I remember one week in particular. I was. I was going to be dropped. It was a week after we played Sydney in our um, retro East Fremantle kit, and I'd had an absolute mare. It was a wet day. I remember in the back 50, D50, diving forward, trying to take a chest mark and not even touching the ball and going through straight to my man and kicked the goal, and we lost that game and got baked by Chris Connolly at the time and would have been dropped the next week, but whoever was going to come in for me got sick on like the Thursday, and so late reprieve, did enough to stay in, and, and that was awesome. Did you game. even have the conversation then or not? It was yeah. The conversation through the week was you'll probably miss out this week. At least you, at least they give you that conversation during the lead up of the week. <laughs> mate, yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure the first time I found out I was dropped, my mate texted me and said, "Bad luck, mate." And I went, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Check the AFL app. Check the AFL app. Logo minute." I went, "Oh, sweet." Yeah, that's no that's grim. I mean, some yeah. At least you kind of know when you're not playing. Barra wouldn't. No, you get the yeah. bib, Jay, mate. Can you play? Um, you're gonna you're gonna play on uh, him. You're gonna be the tagger. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, actually, no. You're the you're the specialist player. You're gonna be Bonton Pally, and we're gonna play on you. And uh, you're gonna pretend that uh, you're gonna <laughs> do what we say. To I'm, I'm, I'm the bunny today, am I? Team. Emergency again. But um, that's funny. Never been dropped. It's a good feeling. Yeah. I and mean, that's a that's a. I mean, that's a dream. It's a dream. How many times have you been dropped now, Griff? Ten, I reckon. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Early days, you would have been a few, but not many lately. Oh, maybe not ten. Yeah. Seven. You? Oh, I don't know, man. I've honestly moved on from my what do you, career. What do you reckon it is, honestly? I don't know, but what was what like killed 30? me was the fact I was always in the squad. 40? So it's like <laughs> I was around these blokes at grand finals. Same with the Giants, man, but I was never in the dumb like, I'm like, I might as well be the bloody team manager. I was serving the lollies out. <laughs> Paulie, Paulie Salah Sheridan. <laughs> me and Paulie Salah. Man, we had a lot of convos. He was rolling me grand balls, just kept me warm. Travelling emergency is the worst gig in footy, isn't it? I used to as, love it, but black. yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> But yeah. you get paid now, don't you, to be you an do, emergency? Yeah. yeah. Um, you would have been a good Maddie sub back in the day, wouldn't you? Yeah, you used to come on and dominate, man. Yeah. There's a clip of me playing North Melbourne. I had about four handball receives, kicked a sausage. I think I got dropped the next week. <laughs> mate, you need to get some match fitness into you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no worries, mate. <laughs> um, that's funny. You've never been suspended. Now, I've got some funny clips and some really cool moments. There's no point in me asking you about some moments because no. there's some big moments. Here we go. But the first one, he's a ruthless operator, this bloke, on the field. Have you seen him tackle? Yeah, I know he's strong. He drives him into the deck yeah. and we love it. But we also love 
the ice cold when he's Liam Ryan. Do you remember when he went to Liam Ryan? He's how are you, bro? I'll pick you up. Hey, these yeah, ones. That's, right. that's a good one. That is, that Talk is. us through that one. That was a very, uh, that was cheeky from you. Yeah, oh. yeah, there's always a bit of cheek and a bit of competitiveness in that, I guess. But he just took too long. I hung it out there. Didn't I was going to say it was his fault. <laughs> oh, that's it, mate. Put it on them. Clever. That was uh, good. No, it was a bit unlike you, mate. It's a bit out of character. Oh, that shit house, mate. No. When you did it, was it just a spare of the moment thing? I'll help you up. Nah, I'm moving on. I generally put my hand out to help him up, and then he was just taking too long. I was like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not waiting here for you, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. a derby. <laughs> <laughs> he may have tackled you, actually. You might have been underneath him in that clip. We'll, we'll find out. Have a look. I remember. Would have been holding the ball. <laughs> Surely. Definitely, mate. Now let's go to the match winning goals versus Richmond. You let me down, not you, but the boys didn't get the ball in Dara's hand the other week. I was like, this yeah. is going to be a three-peat. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be a three-peat. Uh, it'd have to be history. For Dimmer Hardwick would hate Barry's probably. Oh, <laughs> he'd admire him, I know. Probably. Well, yeah, it's, it's man, it's crazy how it keeps happening to Richmond. Even um, the Gold Coast Suns have done it twice to them. Yeah. Let's go to the first one because you saved my ass. Yeah. Not many people know this, but I had a shot a minute before and and Mungru, like absolutely butchered it. And then the kick in come in and Garrick Ibbotson's marked it. That's Talk right. me through that one. That's a big one that people forget about. Yeah, yeah. So um, I can't actually remember your kick, to be honest. It must, yeah, good, it must have been on. a good Mungru. But anyway, we won't talk about that. Didn't nah, happen. No, nah, no, didn't um, happen. Just missed. Um, yeah, so um, Basher got the ball. And typical, what typically happens, they're up by a couple of points at that stage. They go long and wide, um, and we were just trying to number off. So I found myself in the corridor pressing up to number off on a short kick so they couldn't get just get one away and waste some time. And I don't know, Bash just tried to peel one up, peel one off up the guts. Outrageous decision, yeah. looking back on it. Like. And uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a unique decision. <laughs> and Gary Gibbertson did what he does best and just intercepted it. It was amazing in the air, Garrick. Um, Marked it and then turned around. I think Nat was right there as well and pointed and said, kick it. Kicked it to me and I got it. And the rest is history. And put it straight there through. In that moment, just for young people listening, because it's a moment that we all want, um, but you don't. You, you rarely get it. We saw Jamie Elliott's just done it recently, which was just ice cold, clutch mm. as it gets. What goes through your head? Share with the people out there what goes through your head in that moment when you know that it might be the last kick of the game and we're down and we need to kick it. Yeah, well, I guess immediately in both of them that I've been a part of, immediately my first thought is, oh, thank God I marked it. And then um, followed by, oh, shit, this could be the last kick of the game. So those thoughts come in. Um, but it kind of take that time as you're walking back on top, to the top of your mark to kind of then center yourself. And we go through it all, all the time about that mental imagery and getting back on task and things like that. Um, and then you just try and dial into your routine. It's a boring answer, but you try and dial into no, your good. routine as quick as you can. Um, and on both of those kicks, I flushed them. So as soon as I'd kicked both of them, they were, I knew they were going through. Just on the routine, do you mind sharing what your routine is? Yeah, so I don't have any like prescribed steps or anything like that back or anything like that. I just get a good comfortable distance um, back off the mark, what I feel is about right, um, pick my spot, who I'm going to kick it to in the crowd, and then kind of draw a mental line back to where I'm going to kick the ball. Um, and then that spot on the ground from where I'm going to kick it is all that I'm focusing on. Um, and then the only other thing I really think about is as I'm walking in, not trying to be too stiff and not trying to be too rigid. Um, I find, uh, particularly in tr through training it and you know trying different things out, that I can get really um, you know, rigid with my arms and shoulders as I'm walking in, and I feel like that negatively negatively affects my kick. So, yeah, essentially just pick my spot on the ground, try and stay really relaxed, um, and kind of get a good momentum through the ball and and kick through it. 
It's some great tips. It's have fantastic. Got a, have you, have tips. you got a pen and paper, mate? Can you start again? <laughs> I was going to say. So, so Lobby, so Lobby goes. Hey, snap that! <laughs> You're not going to snap no, it. No. Did you take some notes I there, did, great no, man? He actually, he, he said the same thing to me today. I was lining up. And he goes, do you, "Do you know why you're doing that, mate? Every time you, you know, he's, he's got yeah, it's, yeah, it's a great feedback. Learn it from the best, mate. So watch off flush Road tomorrow. You, I love you that you don't about. count your steps because a lot of people get caught up in the steps and the breath. I feel like that's great that you relax, but you pick that target out, the line, the mm. ball drop, where you're going to execute, like a golf. Like a swing, hit yeah. the hit the thing flush, and the rest is history. Um, Quit watching the duck measure tabs. Yeah. Tab, tab in a mesh. Yeah, let's measure go, let's go to Matty. Tab it the big measure. He's out like he stands up to the bloke. He's just clunked it on. Stands right up to him. <laughs> marks it. <laughs> Steps back. You see, he's like counting his head. Bang, 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 bang. I reckon always wallops him. He's actually he's kicked it very well recently. He has seven straight against Essendon, and that's what. And that's what people have got to realise that all routines are different. It's yeah, just you got to practice them and and know what they are. Now let's go to the best highlight of all time. It was all, it was all over the internet last week, but the I mean it's a good the, the players in the in the clips aren't all there anymore, pretty much except for you. That's why it's also just as cool. But I don't know. There's probably 11 seconds to go. I remember this because I wasn't playing. I remember watching it on TV, so I was like the fan that day. And they've slung. You know, I think they had nine back. Barry, you've gone forward. Talk. Talk to me about in that moment what happened on the lead up. Um, the second, yeah, the Lockie Neal clearance straight to you. Yeah, what? they just kicked one. Ellis just kicked yeah, one. So Brando been, just kicked yeah. one. Yeah, we'd been up all day, um, and I'd I, that was an era where I was playing forward a bit more as well. So I'd hardly, I felt like I'd hardly touched it all day, um, and kind of out of the play a bit. But we, yeah, been leading all day at three quarter time. We're up by, um, yeah, felt like four or five goals. I want to say from memory. Um, and then they come storming home to the point where, yeah, a couple of minutes to go, a bit of a scramble ball in their forward 50, and uh, Brandon Ellis throws one on the boot, big mongrel um, you know, shopping bag through the air, and it goes straight through. And so they're all celebrating up and about and getting their numbers back back in the day before 666. You still could do that. Yeah, yeah they yeah. flooded it, man. They had, six, so, they had nine, I think, on the even, review. Can't, I yeah. couldn't even imagine doing that now. This is why it was so big because yeah. they flooded everything. They had nine back mm. and they had three, like, they had three players in gaps so it was like six yeah, on six was. and then three or four in there and we tried to man up a couple we didn't have time and then keep going yeah so then um so i was playing full four and i remember i had um uh grimes grimes behind me um rants in front of me or vice versa um and then yeah as you said like numbers everywhere so we're just like trying to get like two v1s and as a forward line trying to create a bit of pocket of space or whatever um and yeah out of the middle um the, the boys in there try to do a bit of rotation spied you know, somehow gets it out onto the um, side of the circle and Lockie Neal, clean as a whistle as he always is, drives out of the stoppage and puts it on an absolute dime in the only little pocket of space that we had in our forward Because you go back and look at the clip then it looks like you've got, you know, acres of space, but because yeah. the kick was so good, yeah, it so, honestly made it look like that. So he's obviously a gun now, well recognised, but even in his Fremantle days, like Lockie was an absolute weapon. Star. Um, so he put it on this little dime pocket of space and I – no one else could touch it except me. That's how good the kick was. Um, and, yeah, managed to mark it. And I remember same thought, geez, I'm glad I marked that. Oh, geez, it's late. This might be the last kick. And uh, I remember Sonny Walters and Bradley Hill running up to me like, brother, brother, there's eight seconds to go. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the sign's gone before, obviously, but you've kicked it? Yeah, so I got to the back uh, top of my mark. So when I marked, I think there was eight or nine seconds to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got to the top of my mark and the siren went. So That's I had right. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Had that moment where all those memories, like, geez, I grew up like dreaming about kicking goals after the siren in AFL and all this kind of stuff. 
Um, yeah, and so I took a moment, took a big breath and went through my routine. And, yeah, again, as soon as I kicked it, I knew I'd flushed it. I don't even think I looked up and my hand was in the air running over to the boys and um, heaps of hugs and kisses. Oh, and, it was a yeah, great – it was, it was one of the greatest moments yeah. in sport, that, for the, especially yeah. for Freo Footy Club. Yeah. Ice cold. Mm. There you go. It's great. Everyone listening out there needs to know that you need to have a routine. Prepare yourself for the moment. But uh, and and also Lockie Neal's kick it probably doesn't get any recognition, does yeah. it? No, it doesn't, and it should. Yeah, he, that was an amazing kick. Oh, it's giving me goosebumps, Griff, just listening to it. When are we going to see the Logie there do something special hey, like all that? This, all this talk of it now, it'll probably fuck every chance would happen tomorrow. But can't wait. Oh, I hope it does. I'll just, be thinking of Barra when it happens, mate. <laughs> thanks to Barra. Where were you when that happened? Were you you wouldn't have been playing by then? No, I reckon I was playing. What year was it? Twenty seventeen. I think it was fifteen. No, nah, one was 15, the first one, I think. 17, it was. 17, I was, I was oh, you were playing, yeah. No, I wasn't playing that game. No. Now, before we go, we've got, got a few segments to go, and we've got some questions from the Aces community, which we love. But Logie Bear is out of contract, and we have some big, hard-hitting questions for you. No, nah, I'm only joking. I'm not going to put you on the spot, mate. <laughs> How are you going with that? Is it all coming along nicely? Nah, Let the fans know. They're all riding in. What's nah, Logie it's all, doing? It's all good, mate. It's, um, yeah, obviously a big process and whatnot, but... Um, Nah, just wait until the end of the year and see how we go with this year. And just, you know, Barra said in his press conference before, he just wants six more wins in a row and and we can go from there. So if we can, yeah. And if we don't get six in a row, we just need three or four in a row at the end. That's mm. what we need, boys. That's right. Um, oh, it's super exciting. Now, we do ask questions from the Aces community and we love it when they when they ride in. So I'm going to gonna ask a few that uh, that I haven't already asked. Can can Mundy unretire, please? We aren't ready to see him leave from Mika. <laughs> there you go. That's not a question. Does D Mundy use hair care products? Was balding about two years ago. Now he has nice hair. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> Have you been hanging nah. out with uh, Kim Sutcliffe? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, Kim's has gone. Aaron's has come back. Nah. Aaron Sanderlands. Yeah, yeah, has nah. he got the product, the mosh? Uh, I don't know. He had a shampoo, I reckon, uh, at some point. But no, I um, I don't. No. There you go. It's good feedback. They're saying the hair looks fantastic. And Thank it's you. been trimmed up why hasn't Logue signed with Freo we just spoke about that right oh here we go will Logie Bear be locking away some of that cash left over for Barra now <laughs> people are just loving the contract talk here a lot of a lot of talk to you about the contracts here Griff oh here we go the 3D anchor jumper the the vintage round what were your thoughts on the you know the kit what do you guys loved it yeah you love I don't it know if you don't know if you hadn't bought this stat up yet I'm surprised you didn't but I know. Actually, you got me go. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let yeah. you say it. But now you go. before we go on it, yeah, the jumper, I loved it. I loved the whole idea of the retro jumper. They did it last year. Mm. This uh, cool one against Richmond, like with the green and red and white. I reckon it's awesome, the whole like concept of it. And should be a retro around every, you know, just pay respects to our elders. And exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. And That's what it should talk be about doing. paying respects. We need to get one more jumper is the male. You've got 31 of 32. No, so the no, no, 3D no. anchor was the 32nd. He's done it, mate. Oh, yeah. you've got it. You've completed it. Yeah. You're, you're wrong again, Trey. Oh, <laughs> you're, right. you're that off the mark. <laughs> He's played in all 32 of Frio's yeah. jumpers. Oh, I thought you had lost your East Frio. I just tuned into the Dockers, oh, buddy. Yeah, no, 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 I don't have a few, but I've now worn all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yes, hang on. Let's just go back a bit. <laughs> I know he's worn them all. He said 31. So he's, yeah, no, he's, we know he's missing a few, mate. You can't, you know. Oh, I thought he still has it. He's been playing for 80 years. I moth eating them. That must be pretty cool to know that you've played in every single jersey uh yeah it is it is a cool start ben cameron from the abc in perth messaged me during the week leading up to that game and 
He was like, Matt, I found this incredible stat. Do you know that if you get a, like if you wear this jumper, that's 32 from 32 and sent me the montage that he put up of me in all the jumpers and stuff. And I had no idea. So, yeah, it is a, is a cool, like, li- nice little trivia stat. What's your favourite one out of the 32? Pick one Ooh, only. Oh, be cool. Yeah. Um, this, I really loved last year's um, retro yeah, one, the gra- mostly green. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that. And you you like the 3D. I do like the 3D, but yeah. But because Barris did the green one, I'll go the green one as well. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I like the 3D. Something different. And what about the models? Jeez, the boys are looking oh. sexy. Coxie was loving it, wasn't he? <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> How fun was that shoot? Because there were some characters on that, yeah. like Shawnee Mac. Shawnee Mac, Spider Burton. He, I barely haven't had much time to do with him ever, but. Met him a few times and saw him there, and he was hilarious. There, there's some funny oh, boys at those. They did well. Big shout out to the Freo Media team because that was a cool photo shoot. And yep. I'm sure they sold out. I couldn't get myself a jacket. They sold no, out too quick. Neither could we. Well, can no. they order some more stock? Like the fans want them. I think they did. I think they ordered their first batch was a few hundred or whatever. And they sold out in like five minutes, oh, and then they got a, another batch in. They sold out in like 15 minutes or whatever. So they just need to up their quotas. Just go hard. Yeah. I think we spoke about this last year on Old Ball Young Buck. Course, As the yeah. rain's pelting down, we'll need to talk a little bit louder here. Here in the Roland Media Van. This is a first for us in Melbourne. Right, here goes our uh, segments. We got the uh, Ricks. Actually, we go to the Caps. Caps moment, boys. So far, I mean, Barry, you've had a longer career. Thank you. Big shout out to Caps. Uh, everyone out there, the Cheers, home Caps. of headwear, head online at www.caps.com.au. Use the discount code ACES at checkout for a discount code if you want to look like Barra and Griff. Ooh. Jeez, you look good in the brown and look at Barra with these. He'll be straight to LA in <laughs> retirement. Now, boys, we've got two segments here uh, on behalf of Caps. The Caps moment. It's the greatest moment in your professional career thus far. If you could just pick one, there's always many, you know, there's always more than one, but if there could be one moment that stands out that kind of changed your life, what would be, we'll start with you, Griff, what would be your Caps moment? Does it have to be in AFL or is it in- No, it could be just professional, maybe early days. School footy? I can't that. Yeah, That's I can't. the proudest moment. Maybe. Barry got the retailer story the other day, but it's still, hands down, one of the greatest moments in school football history, let alone, let alone my life. Well, open the can and let us know all about it. Long story short- uh, yeah, it was for the school cup, um, PSA. It's a you know competition nearly twice the strength and quality of the TAC Cup over in they got here in Melbourne. So it's very very strong quality opposition. A lot of great footballs coming out of PSA. Anyway, um, <laughs> move on, man. That's yeah. enough groundwork. Jeez. It's good. It's good, man. Just, on, just, on, just, on, I'm just saying. Anyone got some Red Bull? But I was like, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> 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 it's just gag. Got Red Bull. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> <you> some wings. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, you guys put me to sleep with a cat's moment. Oh, sorry about that. I'm um, getting getting excited talking about this story. Um, so we haven't. We Guildford has won the cup. 57 years um, got the opportunity we need to beat this team to get our hand and, and win it for the first time 57 years we need we need to win this team to round robin so if we beat this team then the next game we just have to tie draw whatever or we'll win it either way need to win this game must win it's raining like this heavier rain like I'm telling you, it was pelting down <laughs> low score everything three minutes left they've gone for a kick out I'm just a roaming half backer that's just snuck up coming from the side marked it on the junction Hanger in the wet, like I was up high, so high I took it on my chest, like it was up high. Genuinely marked it on 50, went back, slotted it from like 58 metres, straight through, game over. No one scored again. We've won it for the first time in 57 years. There you go. The Cavs moment. Uh, how good. I'm talking like crowd, like jumps all on the field, everything. It was it's big. How it's many were there that day? 20? At least. <laughs> yeah, at, at least. At least 20. So you're the Guildford King. 
Yeah, if you ask anyone, yeah, I am. We love footage of that. Mm. There is, yeah. I've got it on my phone, actually. Yeah. I love how he said. I love how he said fifty-eight meters yeah. out. It's probably like Mate. thirty-two meters Mate, out. I'm telling you, it was a big kick. Look, it was it was a howl and breeze. And you've been known to kick some. I can't believe you didn't do the waffle granny as uh, the goal after oh, the. That's a big moment. A bit selfish of me, yeah. That, that, that's that, a big moment, though. That's up there. That that is, yeah. That's the last ever goal to be kicked on Subi Oval. Still to this day. And one of the most disrespectful dancers afterwards. Oh, my God. I'm giving it. <laughs> yeah, shocking. What were you doing? How do you not know? You probably didn't even watch nah, that. You watch us waffle boys. My first year, first year of the club, uh, playing with some of the greats, Tom Sheridan, <laughs> Leroy Jetta, Cam Suckliffe, um, Matt Taverner. It was awesome, mate. Like Lukey so, Ryan, Brennan Cox. There's a big, there's a lot Sean of- Sean Darcy, yeah. um, DeLuca, Zach Dawson. It was great. Like going through the Tadum, everything. Ibo. Um, Soups and anyway, so yeah, marked it. We're down ten, or up ten points. We were down the whole game and just kind of rounded our way back into it through the you know courage and leadership of Shep, Kim <laughs> Shepherd. Um, marked it, yeah, you know, ten seconds before the sign or whatever. It's going back. Daniel Pierce is dirty Daryl, absolutely just <laughs> calling for it. He's saying, give it, give it, give it, give it. Didn't give it. Trains come up for you and going, he wastes more time kicking me, kicking me. <laughs> I want him to kick me third. I'm giving it back on. No, I'm going to go back, take, take me time, go back. Just as soon as it leaves the boot, you know, same as Barra, mate. Just flushes it. The siren goes when you kick it. Finger up before I've even bloody kicked it. It's just straight through. No, we've won it. And then just started giving them the hack. And I've kicked it. We've won. The we've hack won, is the won, It's a waffle grand final. Like, it's something that, yeah. It's a big it's, deal. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. It's still. We've won awesome by 16 and Chris doing the hack and on the siren. It was the greatest thing. We were doing it all night. It's like, There's 20 listed <laughs> AFL players playing. We're just going to fuck it. It's still a good win. I think the GM, Chris Bond at the time, and Ross are watching and just going, these boys having going. fucking way too much <laughs> fun in the second. <laughs> Look, look at the look, boys. Well, I had the long hair at the time. Everything's going, look at this dickhead. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. couldn't, I couldn't control it. I honestly couldn't control it. it oh, the hacking. And for those out there, the hacking's so hard. We, I love seeing you do the hacking yeah. in the change room. We'll, it's a special we'll, dance for It me, is yeah. a special. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's a great Caps moment. Jeez, now, caps. Dave, your Caps moment will be great. You've got a few. What is your Caps moment? <laughs> Uh, my Caps moment um, is actually from uh, the waffle. my waffle time as well. So... When I moved over to Perth, got drafted by Fremantle, um, I spent my first year playing for Subiaco. We were all spread out at that stage if you didn't play for Freo. And uh, I was really lucky. It was, it was a really strong system, a really strong team. We ended up winning the grand final that year, which gave me a really great introduction to playing uh, against men. Uh, and Peter German was our coach, and Germo has been known to get quite passionate and give a couple of sprays out. And uh, there was a, game, a particular game about halfway through the year. Um, we played a country game against Perth Demons, and Perth at that stage were no good, and we were up at the top of the ladder with Claremont. Um, but for some reason, there was a huge rivalry between Subiaco and Perth, and they would always Perth would always like push us really close and then beat us sometimes. So uh, this particular day, I was playing on Michael Johnson, who was also f- listed at Fremantle Spanky. at the time. He's a Spanky Jay. He was an amazing player, and he gave me an absolute bath that day. I uh, put my hand up and say that's the worst game of football that I have ever played, um, and we ended up losing comfortably. And anyway, we got all walked into the change rooms and like Jermo liked to do on occasion, um, he just started barreling lokes one after the other after the other. And I was on about the second row in about the middle and he started at the top, working his way through everyone and I'm like, oh, jeez, 18-year-old, uh, spent a couple of months in Perth, hardly know any of these blokes. Um, and like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. He gets to me and he goes, and you, 
I don't know why Fremantle drafted you. They've wasted a pick. You'll never make it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hadn't debuted or played a game for free at that stage. Um, uh, and so obviously I, I find that as a bit of a turning moment. Uh, in my thinking and all that kind there of stuff. There you go. That is, I thought it was meant to be your best moment. Well, that is a hybrid. <laughs> That's was, a hybrid. I was, I, was, I was waiting for the good luck of what, you come back and kick one up the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, the catch clanger end moment, the pivotal moment. That's uh, we, great. We've spoken a lot about my best moments. Good first, moments. First but, uh, that's your caps clanger. Yeah, yeah that's, probably the yeah. first and last ever spray for. That's Barrow, great. No, there's been a few along the journey, but yeah, I, I still look back at that and see that as a big turning point. That's yeah. a moment in time. Yeah, yeah. and you kind of. You know, big shout out to to Jamo because it's. Uh, <laughs> I still speak to him regularly, and we talk about it a lot. It helps. And, yeah, you need one yeah. of them early days. Yeah, absolutely. And we, uh, as I said, we won the premiership that year. And in our ten year reunion in two thousand fourteen, all the boys got together, come from all corners of the country to um, reconvene at a Subiaco game. And uh, that's all the chat was about, about, oh, I remember that time Jermo sprayed you and <laughs> yeah. threw a pen at you and <laughs> all these other stuff. So, yeah. Fuck, we love, we love a spray. Well, that's great. The Caps moment that leans Caps clanger. But let's go through the clangers because there might be another one because we have polished uh, Dave up today. Give us another Caps clanger. Is there a moment in time now where you look back um, where you've actually made a fucking Barney? You've, you've done something that you just look back and go, I still lose sleep over. <laughs> Uh, the way you're asking the question, I feel like you're trying to lead me somewhere. Oh, no, nah, I don't have anything on you. I feel like your career is so perfect that you might not have one. No, nah, there's been a few. Uh, I remember one moment in a game, I guess, in particular. I was um, young halfback at the time, got the ball in the back pocket and went to switch it, took off and kicked it sideways and kicked a point for the opposition. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a clanger. That is, geez, yeah. that's, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's my moment. Uh, I got one. Give us yours, Griff. My first year. Like, grew up watching the Saints. It's like my favorite team ever. Number one player, Nick Rewalt. And you go through like champion data or all those record footy things and stuff. It's like Nick Rewalt, best sportsman of all time. Nick Rewalt. Play you'd most like to meet. Nick Rewalt. Play you'd most like to watch. You get the you get the picture, whatever. So you love Nick Rewalt. Love him. Like still, yeah. Think he's best one of the best God's center, gift. One of the best center forwards ever, if not the best. Like courageous, kicks goals, takes marks. Loved watching him. Loved the Saints growing up. Um anyway, so we, my first year, first playing and what six games in or something and it's um tight game between the Saints and us um at Subi. Uh and I reckon, yeah, someone gave a free kick away to Tim Membry at the time. And it wasn't me. I've just like picked the ball up and then they've called the whistle back. It's like, yeah, you know, free kick. And I was like, well, blonde bloke, yeah, whatever. Um and Rui's Nick Rewalt sat there and called for it, and it's a tight game. Like they're they're uh, they're down two points, so it's, you know it's a tight tight part of the game. So I've thrown it. He's called for it, so I've gone and thrown it back to him. He gave Rui. Yeah. Rui's he gave Rui. He's the game. And all you see is Rui just open his hands, watch the <laughs> watch the thing just fly past him, and just go straight to the umpire. Go. <laughs> 50 meters like, and I've gone oh you are fucking joking me like, I can't believe you fucking did that to me like, I love you and I just and then they've gone back he's like Tim Memory's 50 meter slotted it they won they win the game it's the last score of the game and I'm just like fucking hell like never meet your idols like from then on from, from, from then on like oh just I've got no respect for it <laughs> honestly that's just so bottom end but I, I, like, I think that in the talk down after the game when uh, Ross reviewed it he's like man Griff you got outplayed son yeah. and I just went oh I know. He gave you more than that, didn't he? It was, that was a good speech from Ross. He would have loved that, Ross, as well, because he loves Rui. He loves Rui. Rui. Days, he, still he, tight. He definitely yeah. loved Rui a lot more than he loved me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh. We'll actually be able to get the clip up there. You still love Rui. 
Yeah, yeah, You should yeah. give him a call now that you're the swingman up forward. You may yeah, get some nah, tips. Sure, nah, too, yeah, I don't actually hate him. Like, I still nah, like no, him. Really but, uh, but, geez, I was flattered him for doing that to me. Oh, he was. 18-year-old Logie Bear with a big curly hair. I'll tell you what. Now, boys, I need to give these a clean, but the blue lights, it's been a hit. How you been going with them? You've been wearing them. I've got the Ricks and Retirement segments coming up. And it's a new segment because beautiful. we normally give sunnies out and I will get sunnies to you guys, but you have helped me big time with the blue lights Dang, and you have no doubt been wearing them so you can give some honest feedback. For anyone out there that doesn't know what blue lights are, um, well, guess what, boys? I'm here to tell them. I'm here to tell them exactly what blue light is. Geez, you look good in them. You look 10% smarter as well. Do you, If I was to ask you boys what is blue light, do you know what it is? I know what it does. Um, so it takes the blue light out of like your screens and things like that. Yeah. So it helps. Um, well, it, to be honest, it helps me avoid migraines from being on the computer so much. With the blue lights on. Mm. Well, well said. It's literally what blue light is for anyone out there. It's artificial light that comes from our screens and devices. And I always like asking the screens and devices because you do stare at the screen so much. If I was to ask you to get your screen time up, how much screen time would you average per day? Yeah, it'd be hours, wouldn't it? Watch anything. We have all our team reviews on there, Instagram, Snapchat, everything. So um, I don't know. What do you, no, no, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, it'd be plenty. And that's what Blue Light is. It is um, everyone always asks, what is it? I've actually written a script so I don't mungle, um, you know, muck up all the words. But it's extended exposure to blue light and it can cause eye fatigue and discomfort. Um, exposure can lead to eye strain, bad quality of sleep, headaches and decreased energy levels. So it's funny that you mentioned that um, it alleviates headaches because that's exactly what it does. The benefits of wearing them alleviates digital eye strain, helps to improve your sleep, reduces headaches and reduces fatigue. So you missed one on there. It makes you look 10% smarter. And makes you look 10% smarter. So boys, I uh, appreciate you, uh, you know, rocking them and giving some feedback because they, they were really cool last time we did it. And I just wanted to let everyone know that we do have them back online. Rick Sideways just dropped another hundred of these. So head online and grab yourself a pair of blue light glasses. Use the discount code ACES exclusively to get yourself a discount code. Now, lads, the Ricks and Retirement segment is all about when you do retire, but maybe not from footy because you might go on to do something else. If you were to get handed $2 billion, both of you today, and you were to say, I'm retiring, where in the where in the world would you take your Ricks eyewear and why to retire? Uh, and set, just to set up shop yep, for can, retirement. Yep, your retirement, the location. Mm. Because we're all well-travelled men. Um, yeah, um, I for if you're thinking about pure escapism and retiring to do you know escape to the country and not do much, my wife and I were on our honeymoon went through Spain and we ended up at Seville um, for two weeks, and we were just um, camped out in this little horse ranch um, in the back country, Yeehaw. middle of nowhere. Yeah, baby, uh, absolutely loved it. Yeah. There you go. So just, I'd end up somewhere there. That's that's a great spot, and yeah. we've had some great fun yeah, in Spain. Yeah, I've, I've been there. But I was Barcelona came to mind. That was mm. one, but a bit different though. Actually, the farm life and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd be more down the south or the Albiza end of the job. But, uh, <laughs> what about you, Logie Bear? Yeah, where's a good the question? Um, well, I'm heading to the states soon. I reckon that'd be on the list. I reckon I've, it looks like I'm going at the end of the year. You. I think you're tacking along, so. Yeah, 50-50. 50-50, leaning 60-40. Probably 95. Barra's a, 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 a good chance. Barra's a chance on a footy trip, I've heard, yeah. Sal to approve that. to fully, yeah, relax and retire. San Sebastian in Spain was nice. That's somewhere 
It's a six-hour train ride out of Barca. I don't know if you've been there, Barrett's awesome. Uh, Biarritz. You, you used to love Biarritz. Clocked Biarritz off. It's just <laughs> south, south of France, north of, north of uh, San Sebastian. That was nice. Uh, oh, I can't even put a place on it. It's um, funny that you've both gone overseas. We've had a few people overseas. Some people have picked mm-hmm. locally. So you're, so you're leaning San Sebastian. Oh, if you go, yeah, you'd go somewhere like, you know, somewhere nice. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Not that there's not something nice in Australia, but I couldn't tell you. I'm trying to think, mate. There we go. The first. With two billion in the bank, doesn't matter where you yeah. go. Does it? No, it doesn't matter <laughs> where you a, go. Just get a big, just big yacht, mate, and just Leonardo DiCaprio style on Wolf of Wall Street and just <laughs> take I'm off. I'm trying to think. Like somewhere with a nice beach. I wouldn't mind living down on Yelling Up Hill, actually, down south. That mm. is like one of the best spots in the world, easily. There you go, the local boy. Yeah. Just buy the whole hill with $2 billion, though. Jeez. Just all to yourself. Make a big slide and a big flying fox down the water. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, it's been great. There's two more questions. The first one, are we going to win a flag or what? We're going to bring home the silverware. Six wins in a row, mate. You bet. So we're doing. Yeah. And Barra, the last one for the team. It's it's you know it's it's sad to see you go as a, as you know one of your past players and a fan of the, the club, mate. What's the one thing you just want to see the boys do? You can't control the result. We always mm-hmm. talk about the process. What's the one thing that you just want from all the boys to finish the year? Um, I, I all I want is everyone just to have an absolute crack. Take the game on. Um, don't worry about mistakes. Um, and just give it everything we've got. I get asked a lot about the 2013 grand final and whether that's a disappointment looking back on it. And clearly it's disappointing that we lost. But I look back on that day and everyone just had a go and we weren't good enough in the end and that's fine. Um, and so, yeah, to get that kind of buy-in and, and team spirit for the last you know, little bit of my tenure there would be great. There you go. If that doesn't fire you boys up, Logie Bear, I don't yeah. know what will. Nothing Thank will. you so much for your uh, time, lads. I wish you all the best, as you know. Um, I can't wait to, to see you guys finish the season in style. And, yeah, let's hope for, let's hope that Barra can hold up that cup because the train will be getting the Don Perry on and pouring it in there. I'll be, celebrating. I'll be rocking up to Mad Monday. Don't worry about that. Good on your voice. Thanks, oh, mate. Don't train. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.